I know the DJ. Do you? Welcome to episode nine of But I Know the DJ, a podcast discussing all things DJing, music, nightlife, business, and pop culture through the unfiltered opinions of host Snacks, aka Bo Snackson, powered by Dope Entertainment and our sponsor Anchor. Before we really get into it, I just need a disclaimer. We've hit a thousand listens uh, this past weekend, which is super, super exciting. We're super excited about it, super happy about it. We were really happy about everybody supporting, listening, sharing, all the love on Instagram and Facebook and everything like that. So thank you, first of all. But um, for those 1,000 listens, we have very minimal kind of other analytics, other metrics. We have very minimal reviews, likes, and downloads. So if you could please, wherever you're listening to this, please review, like, download, share. Just keep the love going. Keep it growing. Keep the conversations growing. So please do me a favor. I want a sponsorship. I want to get this bigger. Please continue supporting and showing love. And now I'd like to shout out our Black-owned business of the week, Dorchester Art Project, a nonprofit organization that fuels a community-driven art space in Fields Corner, Dorchester, Massachusetts. They've got a publication, The Boston Compass. Check that out. Support them, donate to them, and check them out at Dorchester Art Project on Instagram. And now our special guest for the day. We have one of the industry's most versatile DJs, producers in Boston and beyond, our guest proudly holds current residencies at luxury venues and premier nightclubs, despite COVID, because he's just that good. Growing his personal brand and audience reach, our guest was honored to be given the opportunity in 2017 to become one of the newest mixers on Gemini45.com. Gemini45FM, a top radio station in New England. You can catch our guest featured on a weekly slot during the Saturday Night Jump Off at 9 p.m., hosted by some of the most recognized radio personalities in Boston. Please welcome DJ L. Sid. Welcome, my brother. What's good? What's good? It's good to see you, man. Uh, I'm really happy to have you, um, you know, kind of as the intro states, you know, got years in the game, got awesome experience that ranges in multiple kind of mediums and uh, platforms. I think you're a great person to have. I'm really happy you made it on. I appreciate you, man. I'm happy to be here. How's everything going just with, you know, obviously us being, I mean, you're still working for sure, but I know a lot has changed. It's been tight. Um, I'll be honest, it's been real tight. Um, I'm full time, so right, this right. is this is my life. Mm-hmm. This is how I put food on the table. This is how I pay my bills, um, and it's it's been a struggle. Um, but uh, I kind of found a little pivot, which is which has been great. Um, so I'm kind of like super motivated and on that part of it right now like the production so yeah yeah um i've noticed that you really ramped up your production is that due to covid or was that with the help of covid definitely with the help of covid because it's it's always been something i've wanted to start doing yeah absolutely. it's just that when you've got gigs coming in left right it's hard to focus like, on it you know i could sit down here for six hours and crank out a beat or at least try to or i could just focus on bookings and stuff. So it's always just been kind of like a, you know, afterburner thought. Yep. And uh, once uh, the live streaming with DJing got a little, little boring, I was like, you know what? I think it might be time to, to give it a shot. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with a lot of, you know, let's think of like the famous DJs that we know are the famous producers. We know that they, they either, they have to start with one or the other. Right. You know, cause yep. it's, it's so hard to be able to master two at the same time. 
Um, and you're definitely DJ first, right? Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. About what, ta- what, like, when did you get started? Like, how old and so I've been in the game almost 12 years now. Started in 2010, so I was in college at Bentley University. Uh, shout out to all my Bentley people over in Waltham, yeah, local, local fam, yep. Um, and yeah, started doing dorm room parties, really. Yep. Um, I was on, I was on the school, the school sponsored laptop, uh, wow. in, in the corner in the cut there on iTunes, just, uh, play and pause. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. shit was jumping. <laughs> <laughs> and were you always El Cid? Uh, yeah. I mean, that was, the name was kind of. The name was honestly a summer camp nickname way back mm. in like the third grade that just never, I don't know, it never had any kind of official connotation to it. And so when when my friends asked me like, oh, well, what are we going to call you? I'm, I'm yeah. like, it's El Cid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's El Cid. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> so for those who don't know, it's just the Cid. Right. Right. You right. Know, in but Spanish. Yeah. It, it makes, it doesn't make that much sense, but it, I don't know if you've ever heard, have you ever heard of the, the... I feel like it was, he was from Spain. So it was, his name was El Cid. He was a, he was a Spaniard conqueror and Mm. there's a movie about him, but he spells it C-I-D. There's a movie on it. And so I think that's where it came from. Is that more of where it came from? Yeah. Yeah. So there's some history behind it. Yeah. Watch the movie. It's mad old, but like, it's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a better background story than mine. So (laughs) I think it's, I think it's an awesome name. I mean, I think when you can you know, match it to your actual identity. I think it helps a lot. Cause like I run into like people like, what's your real name? And like, why this, why that? And like nothing. Yeah. Really but, but then, it, but then that's why it gets funny when people are actually like, yeah, you look like your name is snacks. Like, right. Like mean, yeah. That, that name has, a, carries a lot of personality with it. I mean, that's, <laughs> and I got to back it up, you know what I mean? And, and that, that can get hard sometimes, but, and that, and that's, and I was talking to case about this cause he was saying like case is such a straightforward name. It's safe for corporate. It's safe for, you know what I yep. mean? Where that's sometimes where I run into things where they're where like, my name gets a little too funky or it's a little too you know, playful. You know what I mean? And, but you know, I think else it's another one where it's like very, um, you know, digestible. Yeah. You know I feel I mean? like, yeah, I, feel, I, I agree with that. I, I definitely didn't think about any of that stuff. Yeah. I didn't it. either. It was yeah. just kind of automatic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now that I think about it, it's like, yeah, well, mm-hmm guess it was a good choice <laughs> and so now that you're moving on to production what are you producing on so i'm using fl studio aka fruity loops yes sir for um, those who know yeah, yeah so i mean fruity fruity loops is definitely one of the more popular daws mm-hmm. the daws mm-hmm. um i also use some ableton um not for beat making but for um, recording mixes and stuff. So I've had experience in DAWs before. Yeah. It's just that I'm now kind of diving into the real, real deep depths of them. And there's just, because of the amount of resources that have been online for FL, yep. I was, it was just like automatic. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. that's what I'm using. Yeah. FL has been so like such a staple for so long that I can't imagine how many videos there are. On, oh yeah. On countless. FL. Yeah. 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 Um, and most production, if not all is, is like hip hop, right? Yeah, mostly hip hop. That's what it started at. Um, but I've been dabbling because I've got a I've got a pretty wide taste in music. So yep. um, I've actually got a reggaeton beat coming out tomorrow. Um, and then I've also done I've uh, tried an Afro beat as well. So, um, but mostly hip hop. When you say coming out, is that like in a pack or something, or is that like in, in, featured in a song with someone on it? So it 
it's gonna come on my store. So I have a beat store. I don't know if you heard of Beat Stars. Uh, is I'm assuming it's like similar, like a Beatport type. Yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Um, beat Stars is kind of like that, that hub for for hip hop. Um, I would. There's a lot of stuff on there, but if you're like a if you're a rapper, you're a you're like hip hop producer. That's where everyone says they're like, "Yep, go to my Beat Stars, my Beat Stars, okay. my Beat Stars." So, Dope. Um, for everyone out there, it's beatstars.com/djlsid, and Perfect. so you post them just like music artists can go right. on, other producers can go on, check out your catalog, and then if they want it, there's certain tiers of of purchase. So, like, there's different like levels of leasing where mm. you know you can get the mp3 or you can get the wave right, or you get the right. whole track out or whatever Is stems one of them or yeah so that's like one of them that's like my third tier right. so um you obviously pay more for right the wave mp3 and the stems yeah. right right that's dope i didn't know that so yeah all any rappers producers listening that's how definitely something to look into oh yeah um, if you want inspiration check out djl sids um that's super super dope and and um Something that I'm, I'm actually excited to talk about is, um, so, um, you know, you've been kind of supporting and producing for um, one specific artist. I know it's been, it's many, but one specifically, um, and most recently from what I understand is a Chelsea Maverick yep. rapper. Is he from the area or is he just... So he is from Chelsea. Okay. <laughs> so that... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that where the name comes from? Yeah, that, that's exactly oh, where it comes from. Some wow. people are like, yeah, I don't know. Is he from Chelsea? Is he not? He is. And that's where I didn't where even from. think about him being from the neighbor, I thought it was just like, cause Chelsea Maverick's a pretty, like, just cool name. Like it's, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a solid name. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's not like, like mass bike miles or like, you know what I mean? Where yeah. it's like very distinct that like it's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's an area or whatever. Yep. Um, but, um, he just released a project in which, um, how many tracks did you have on it? Yeah. So the project was, uh, called long live the King. It's a five track EP. It's on Apple music, Spotify, um, title, all the, all the big platforms. Uh, I produced two of the five records. So track number two from a distance. Yep. I was just bumping down the whip. Yeah. On my way here. Me. Yeah. And then, uh, the fifth track rat poison. Mm -hmm. So those two rat poison, the drill one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, those things knock and <laughs> shout outs, shout outs to Chelsea Maverick. Shout outs to, uh, to Christian CLP, uh, the whole team. Um, dope project i'm looking forward to doing more too so we got we got a lot more work to do absolutely yeah. and, and the and thing is guys listen like you know me i can be a huge jerk i'm super critical especially on djs on music and you know it, it's we talk a lot about boston having their musical identity right that's something that mm -hmm. we suffer from that's something that we have a lot of trouble breaking through you being on radio you being in the game 12 years like you know that this is something we really struggled with right it's a problem it's yeah. a huge huge problem and i've talked about it with some of the, our past guests and so when i hear you know boston rapper or when my uber driver is trying to have me listen to his mixtape or whatever <laughs> like i'm like oh my god i can i I can already guess what it's going to sound because it's most likely trying to bite something that exists. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, and, and then, you know, the quality isn't always there. A lot of people like to take shortcuts around here. You know what I mean? Um, this year was dope. And, and we were just talking right before we were recording. He has a very, what, what, what where hip hop is going now is, you know, it's not bar for bar rap anymore. You right. know, uh, it's, it's, that's just not what kids want. That's not what, um, the vibe is anymore. It's very melodic, um, very dark. Um, and if it, and if the lyrics also 
bump as well, like like hit as well. That become it's just kind of like the cherry on top. Right. It's more about the vibe these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And he does that really, really well. Yeah. Um I, I mentioned earlier it uh, reminded me a lot of Don Tolliver. Yeah. Um, you know, not necessarily like the very unique vocal tone as Don Tolliver, because that's just, you know, that's why he's so famous, I feel like. But in terms of the delivery and and the and the melody um, the sing song rapping, I think, I think is really, really, really dope. Um, and yeah, high quality music. Um, I mean, what, like it didn't sound like it was, and it probably was, but like it didn't sound like it was recorded in the closet and like not like skip the mastering session kind of thing. Yep. And, and it easily could have. Oh, you're right about that. But, yeah. but, it, but it sounds good. It sounds like good quality music. Um, I and appreciate that, man. Yeah. And, and it was, it was funny because, um, you know, I wanted to make sure I listened to it before I spoke. I just didn't want to talk about something I didn't actually listen to and everything like that. And hearing the the L Sid like in the beginning, yeah. I was like, "Oh, I know him." I was like, <laughs> the "Oh, tag that's is, right. yeah. the tag is different now, but back then it was I, that's all I had." So that's yeah, what yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, no, no, and, and that shit's super dope. And um, you did what you did. Um, and when I texted you about this, and you're like, "Yo, like we'll talk about this on the podcast." This is back when it dro- when when was the exact date it dropped? So we dropped November 11th. Yeah. So this yes, about a month ago now, and yeah. you did something. I don't know if this was your idea, but you, you know, obviously one of the main things you want to do is get it out to the DJs, right? Yeah. You know, send it to them, whether you get their emails or whatever. And, you know, as a DJ, and you, especially again, as a DJ who's played on radio, you know, you get a lot of tracks or a lot of emails, yo fam, like blah, 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 blah. Oh, and like, time. yeah, you know, and, and <laughs> yeah. maybe you'll open them. Depends how busy you are, but mm-hmm. chances are it's like, oh, like I already know, like I said, you already know what it's going to sound like and, and whatever. Um, but you kind of went the extra mile, and you even provided DJ tags by yep. by Chelsea Maverick. Which, yep. when I received mine, I was <laughs> I like I texted you. I was like, "Yo, you're fucking." To make yours, we had to make sure yours was special. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking smart." So I think yeah. I got four or five. Yeah. Um, and it was Chelsea Maverick. You know, like. Hey, this is your boy Chelsea Maverick. You know, listen to DJ Snacks, but he also made one that was specific to the podcast. He mentioned the podcast. He, you know, um, did like worked with my tagline, like the "Give Me Snacks, Baby." And I was just like going through these, and I was like, "Yo, if you know, again, getting all those emails from other artists, I've never seen an artist do that." And if it 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 uh, because so much is transactional in the industry, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I have your music. Yeah, you gave me your music that I probably didn't even want. But you want me to play it and, and risk, you know, my social capital or my my musical capital by playing it, playing an unknown artist and an unknown song where people look at me and be like, yo, what the fuck is this for you? At least, hey, I get a pretty sweet tag. You know, it's transactional. So now yeah. I don't now I'm like, shit, maybe now I you, will play. You this. feel a little better. You feel a little better about yeah. it because, hey, yeah. I got something out of this. And, and, and I thought it was fucking genius. Well, was that your idea or so? I can't take full credit for the actual idea, like birthing that idea. It definitely wasn't me, but I feel like in the city, I feel like I might be one of the first to do that. And I shouldn't be. Right. And that's kind of one of the, one of the things I wanted to dive into was, you know, at the beginning you were saying this, like just the overall identity of Boston and kind of having our guys break out um, onto bigger things is a struggle and has been a struggle for this city for decades. You know what I mean? There's really only a few, we can count probably on, on one hand. Yeah. How many guys from out here have actually made it quote right. unquote, you know? Right. And I think 
it's it's really just due to just a lack of a of a pipeline. Mm. There's really no pipeline. There's no process. There's no path for for Boston like mm. all these other cities have. Like absolutely. Like how many? I get like you said. I get uh, emails from a bunch of different labels, um, from dudes, artists in New York, artists, artists in Miami, artists in Cali, artists in Chicago, artists everywhere else, and you know, at, they're asking for support with this, mm-hmm. with the record, and I'm like, you know, one person, uh, one DJ could just sit there and be like, oh, you know, just another one of these emails. I may, I may open it or I, I may not. Me, I'm, I'm very observant. So I kind of look at that and I'm like, hmm, what exactly are they doing here? Right. Right. You know what I mean? Is this just, is this their job? Are they going through the motions or is there really some science behind this? Right. Absolutely. And I kind of looked at it like, you know what? If they're doing this to me, which I don't mind. Shout outs to all my label reps out there. Cause I love you <laughs> Shout guys. out the label I, reps. I love you guys. <laughs> um, thank you for sending me music. Keep doing it. <laughs> um, but why can't I do that? Yeah. Why can't yeah. we do that? Right. Do do I have to be a label rep to send a DJ pack to people I know, to right. radio stations I know? And you know what's you crazy know? about you ask like you asked that and it's like but 15 years ago everyone would be begging for the DJ to send them a, a drop of what they think was hot. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I I think it was I think it was Real P who told me this like a couple of years ago and he was like back when I was your age everyone went to the club just to hear what the DJ thought was hot. Yep. Now they go to the club expecting the DJ to play what they think is hot. Exactly. You feel what I'm saying? And how that shift has been very violent, honestly. And like, it's been a very distinct shift. And so you saying that being like, why can't as a DJ send a DJ pack to these, to these, whether it be label reps or just people that I know, I feel like 15, 20 years ago, if, if someone received an email drop from a DJ, from like a big, you know, local or, um, nationwide DJ, worldwide DJ. That's like, hey, here's either songs that I made or here's what I think is hot. People will be like, oh my god, that's this is the sickest email I've ever gotten. You right. know what I mean, I think it's interesting how that's completely shifted. I feel like because of that too, because of this shift, I feel like our city, mo- mostly our city, I would say, really has kind of forgotten the value of the DJ when it comes to getting our artist music out there. Mm. Cause if you ask, I mean, I'm going to be honest, shout outs to Chelsea Maverick. But one of the questions I asked him early on was, do you network with DJs? Generally, do you network with DJs? Have you networked with DJs? Have, have you ever worked with a DJ on a project? And mm-hmm. He's never, he, he hadn't, he's like, and no, how, you're the first one. And how many years in the game does he have? Or like, like how, like, you know, this was my introduction to him was through you, which is, you know, which was yeah. a big part of your goal. Right. Um, I don't know how long he's been around or. Yeah. I mean, I do. Well, I just met the guy over the summer. So, you know, I'm, I'm still learning about him, but like from what I've learned so far, he's been out here. I mean, he's been rapping since he was a teenager. He's my age. So like, he's like 30, I feel like. Um, so he's probably, he's been rapping longer than I've been DJing. So I want to say at least 15 years. Yeah. You know? Um, and one of the things he said that was pretty interesting is so so we did a we did a release party for his tape on the eleventh yeah. um yep. over with uh, DJ Hectic at two three five studios. Yep. Shout outs to those guys, mm-hmm. um, Riz and all them. And we I kinda 
sat him down as part of that at like in an interview like this. So I asked him some questions and that was one of the things I asked him. I was like, Hey, so like, you know, what do you think about networking with DJs? Should, should artists do it? Should right. they not like, you know, why didn't you earlier, I guess. And he was like, honestly, I didn't think I was at a level where I could. And I'm like, really? Hmm. Like that, that shocked me. You know what I mean? I'm like, I mean, I'm, I was like, I told him, I appreciate your honesty with that, but I, I like turned to the audience and I was like, listen, listen, guys, if you guys are artists out here watching this, you do not need to be on a certain level to network with DJs. It's not like a benchmark. You know what I mean? Mm. You should be doing that like as soon as you, like the day after you decide you want to rap, that needs to be on your list of priorities. Network mm. with a DJ. Go go find one. Go to a club. Uh, compliment them on how their set was. Keep going back. Um, you know, kind of just like it's all about relationships in this game. Yep. Make it a priority to m- make at least one relationship with a DJ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I hope I can clear that <laughs> that confusion up for other artists out there because I don't want and you kind of think like, all right, well, Chelsea Maverick, 15 years in the game. Right. If he thinks this, how many other rappers are thinking this? Oh, rappers, yeah. singers. Yeah. Whatever. Like producers, even how many other guys think that exact same thing. Yeah. So it's like, no, that, that doesn't, I appreciate the honesty, but that doesn't need to, you don't, you do not need to be at a certain level to network with us. Right. There's tons of us. Right. You know, go find snacks, go find case, go find real P Papa Don. Yeah. Anyone, you know what I mean? You know, what's funny is, um, you know, I think, I think that's a very, very awesome point. And yeah, I hope the, any, Rap, rapper singers or um you know just general artists um hear that and and digest that it's funny though because as you're saying that i think of this particular story because I, I on the other end of the spectrum there are some you know those artists that um are super popular or they do get kind of pop in you know they start getting five thousand six thousand ten thousand followers mm-hmm. still local but you know get maybe get a, a good look here good look there and now are too pop in you know you know, they, they walk around with too yeah. much chip on their shoulder, you know what I mean? And, and, and I and I have this <laughs> one specific story where um there was there was a local artist and um I started playing a few of his records. I thought he was dope. He was very clean. Like I said, like I appreciate like when people really take the time to make like good mastering, good mixing and like where the the, the finished product we sounds good. We don't have good. to name names, but I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking okay. about. So. <laughs> okay. And so it's fun and and I was just and, and I didn't never met him. Yeah. Like ne- like did, I don't even think I followed him. He didn't follow like whatever. I was just playing his shit because I was like, "This is good oh, yeah, and it good fits." Music, right? You know what I mean? And it's funny because I was leaving um, a downtown club that I just finished playing. Obviously, crowd, you know, all seven clubs good at the same time. The let out is insane. I'm just yep. trying to walk oh, through. I miss those days. <laughs> <Side note. laughs> um, and you know this this homegirl that I haven't seen in years. Oh my god! Like whatever. Good to see you. Like we're just chatting it up real quick. And she goes, "Oh, I'm. You know, you should meet my friend. He he does music." And I was like, okay, cool, like whatever. Um, I was in a good mood, just finished an awesome set, whatever. And I, and it was like, this is the guy. I was like, oh shit. And and he was like talking to his boy, so I was, you know, I was just like just standing there, and like, girl taps him, and um, and she goes, hey, like you should meet my friend Snacks. Like, do you know Snacks? And he looks at me, looks up and down, goes nah, and just like ignoring, wow. goes back to his to his. And the thing is, you know, I'm not a famous dude. I'm not an important dude. 
But it was one of those, you know, like they have that saying that's like, you know, treat the janitor the same way you treat the CEO kind of thing. Like it was really just like a reflection of his character. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and 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 don't get me wrong, like most people when they first meet me, they're like, and I think you probably get this too. You don't look like a DJ. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, like yeah. and so and so like I was like, I'm sure he doesn't, you know, I'm like I said, I'm not a famous person. But, but if he if he was in tune with nightlife, he But thing is you know what I mean. No, no, no. I, I think it's, it goes beyond if he was just polite. True. Yeah, if yeah. he just had yeah. manners, he would have just been like, Hey, what's up? Like whatever, I'm whatever. And I and I would have been like, Hey, I'm actually the DJ that played tonight. I actually play your music. Send me more. Because that's, that's what I would have said. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? I feel that you. night I went home and I deleted all of his music. Haven't played him ever again. Hey, I don't blame you. you Shot himself I mean? in the foot. And, 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 you know, I don't think he's losing spins off of it. I don't think he's losing, like, money or anything. But I was just like, this is an example of, like, don't get too big-headed. Because, like, you have I people mean, that, you have people that, like, would support you without knowing you, without looking for, like, mo- like I wasn't looking for money. I wasn't looking for, like, hey, can I be your friend? I was just like, yo... I think you have dope music. I would love to support you. Send me more music. Here's my email. You know what I mean? I feel you. And it was, you know, and I was like, yeah, like, and at any time, like, it's funny because I think like a couple months later or whatever, he was at the same club that I was playing at, like this other club and another mutual homegirl was like, hey, he's here. Like, you should play some music. And I go, nope. Hell no. Mm. Absolutely not. And she's like, why? And I was like, don't worry about it. I'm not playing this shit. What a shame. You know what I mean? And I mean, that's his fault though. You know, like, I get it. Like, there's something to be said about kind of acting how it kind of like putting yourself in in the place you want to be, right? You want to act like you're the shit. You want to act like, like how you think you're supposed exactly. to act. Exactly. Yeah. But even when you make it, you shouldn't act like that. You yeah. Know what I mean, but, but like that's I, what I mean. It's not, yeah. it's not like, I was like, this comes down to like, like you're a man, like you're literally right. your character. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean so quite that's honestly, you know, how, no matter how popping that person is, that's not some someone I want to work exactly. with. Exactly. You know yeah, no, that's I mean? why I, I was mean, like, yeah. I mean, I now like, that get get this now. So I, I, I learned this story from you right now. I, I'm probably not going to want to work with someone like that yeah, now. You right. know what I mean? So it's just going to spiral. So like, yeah. you really have to treat those situations more seriously. You know, even if you don't feel like it, I get it. Like you might have just you know, had a long day and like you got people coming up to you and you got to do these club appearances because you're hot and everything and you're tired. There's definitely not day, a club appearance. No, I know, I know. I just, like, just want to make it known he was just a, a guest yeah. at my my show. <laughs> but like you really, you can't take those situations for granted or else you're, you're, you'll find yourself in a situation like this where you got two DJs that now don't want to work with you. Right, right. <laughs> no, exactly. A thousand percent. And that's why like, while you're out here being like, yeah, there's, oh, yeah, there, there's, you know, these super talented uh, artists that, like, don't feel that they should come up to it. And I'm, and I'm like, wow, it's funny because, like, you know, I had a, a, a complete opposite experience. But I do agree. I mean, but I also think that there's a way in which they should approach DJs, right? Because I, you know, and I'm sure you've had this a million times where, like, yo, like, like, yo, like, let, let me airdrop my my shit on you, like, on, on, my, on your computer, like, play yeah. my shit, like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, bro. Come on, man. And but I had this artist that one time so sent me an email and it was hey like first of all it said hey snacks, which is like that alone I was like <gasps> like like cause it wasn't just like yo fam, like like some automated right. like, copy and paste thing. It was just like hey snacks, hope you're doing super well, like whatever. And this is pre COVID, like hope you're doing super well. Like, you know, I've seen you a couple of times. And I was just like, Okay, even if he hasn't ever seen me play, like this is just like 
good manners. Like, you know, it's it's crazy how simple like these things should be. Like Little just things. just be a cool dude, like, you know right. what I'm saying? And then he goes, "Attached you'll find the MP3s, the waves, the YouTube links, and the Dropbox link." Like he made it like no there's no way I couldn't access it you know what i'm saying yeah because some dudes they'll just like send an email like yo like here's like this shitty ass like here's like a one file of my whole album in one file right where i gotta like what so i gotta split it and like listen through it like he made it so organized and accessible like to make sure i had everything i need to be able to like download it to play it and i and i emailed him back and i was like yo this is probably one of the best emails i've ever gotten i'm playing your shit that's awesome like you know what i mean because i was awesome because i was just i was just like yo I just respect him, and, and I haven't even heard it yet, and I want to play it. But you know, do you know why that is? Do you know why, like, that is such an appreciated thing right now? Because everyone else because is setting the bar else. so low. Exactly, but why? And that goes back to because there's no pipeline. Mm. There's no, that is par- that's part of it. How you reach out to DJs and other tastemakers in your industry is part of that process. That artist clearly has a really good business mind or he has a really good team. Yeah. Someone that's saying, Hey, we need to do this mm-hmm. as part of the process. Yeah. Sound this way. Don't sound that way kind of deal. And it yielded great results. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of one of the things I'm trying to change is so with all the artists I'm working with and whoever does end up working with me, we're going to be adopting some new practices to ultimately build this pipeline and start it so that our artists know what they have to do at each step of the way. So there's no question like, hmm, should I send this uh, YouTube rip to snacks? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's no one there to say, yes, you should. Right. N- uh, no, you shouldn't. Right. Um, you know what I mean? That And that's only one step, you know? So, like, all these other cities, they have that. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're probably not making those mistakes because people that they're surrounded with have already said, this is how you do this. This is what we're going to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I hope to shed more light on in the future, quite honestly. We need it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Being, you know... You know, I think there's there's dudes on radio who, I, I don't know how I want to word this. I think you have a really good limelight on you at Jammin'. I think you shine in Jammin'. I think you have a lot of pull. In my eyes, I think you I have good pull. I appreciate that, yeah. Like, um, and again, I'm super critical on DJs. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like trying to like not shoot myself in the foot here. But it is my podcast. Fuck it. You're one of the only dudes I listen to on Jammin'. Okay. Because I just... You know, I mean, radio is very in a box. We yep. don't got to play. We don't got to dance around it. I know you can't be completely yourself. Like, you know what I mean? I get it. Talk to Case about it a lot. Yep. Um, Dope episode, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate everyone listening to the DJ Case episode. Um, I'm sure our goal at some point is getting someone like Chelsea on, if you haven't already. Has that been a conversation, or is that really even possible? So anything is possible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a goal, right? It hasn't happened yet. Um, but I'm, I think this is kind of, we're in new territory here. Mm -hmm. I don't know of anyone on a radio roster in Boston that has 
started production or does production as well and has tried to break an artist out and use jamming as a channel yet. I don't I just haven't seen it. So uh-huh. would I like I'm that? Try, to I'm trying happen? to think. Of, yeah, I'm trying to think of someone. Yeah, I just can't think of it. I maybe there's it. someone like I know. Maybe like a Clint and Sparks kind of, but yeah, not on maybe. jamming though. But like right. the same. Um, kind of did it in a in a way, I guess. So it's definitely something I'm exploring. I would love that to happen, but I even know that you know how am I like I just started this right right I like to think the music is quality that I'm putting out um, but I also have to realize I just started this and I still need to build trust within my own team mm-hmm. we are a team over there shout outs to my jamming guys um, I don't expect to jump the line or to get special treatment because it's me mm-hmm. you know what I mean I want to be able to use that platform, but I'm going to have to work, work at it. And, um, it's going to be, it's going to happen slowly, but surely, but, um, it's going to be a process. Um, but to answer your question, yes, it is a goal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's interesting because breaking records used to be a thing, like a big thing. Um, you know, shout out the funk, funk, funk flex and, you Mm -hmm. know, granted New York is New York, but, it's 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 interesting how you know you you look at you watch those like 90s and like early 2000s like movies of like the artist that wants to make it and one of the key milestones is oh my god i just heard a car just passed me and it was playing my song on the radio like oh my you know what i mean i feel like that that is declining would you agree or do you have any opinion on it being kind of in tune with the radio world I would agree with that. I mean boston's a very unique market. We're not a market that breaks records. Um quite honestly uh shout outs to the other markets that are are able to do that but again it really comes down to at the very core what is the <laughs> process <laughs> for artists yeah to to ascend right you know what i mean and if there's no process clearly there's no process cuz if you go to the take your typical boston radio listener and ask them if they even care about right a local artist or what or if they'd like to hear more of them. They, they don't. They'll tell you, no, I want to. I want to listen to to that shit. TikTok track yeah. that's fire right yeah. now. You know what yeah. I mean? But like, you go to New York and <sighs> there's spotlight on it right. because there's been pipeline, there's been process, there's been avenue for so many years. Not to say we can't get that. We just have to make that. We have to make it. Right. You know. Um, and so as a result, no, we're not going to break records out in Boston. It, it just probably won't happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so, so someone who's, so, you know, you do weekly, uh, radio show mixes. Um, this was kind of an idea from our last week's episode with, um, sticks and Rico that we, we were touching upon this. Those stuff, are you know, my guys. Shout out to them. Yo, that shit was hilarious. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that Shout episode, to it's fucking criminals. hilarious. <laughs> um, and we kind of touched upon this and, and, you know, after, you know, listening back onto that episode and then, you know, leading up to having you here, I've been thinking about it a lot more where sticks as something that like, you know, we, you know, you mentioned the word tastemaker, right. And, and it's, and it seems like as time goes on, we are losing kind of the grip on being able to deem what's hot. Okay. And I think that was happening even before COVID now COVID happens and there's no, club for us to be able to be like it's 1 a.m this is the song i'm dropping this is the hottest song right now 
And if you don't know, you don't fucking know. And if you know, you fucking know. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Now that's gone. And then there's something like TikTok that is now deeming what's hot. And now people are finding it there. Not from the t- like tick TikTok. Those aren't tastemakers. There's these are things that just become popular. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is that being reflected in the radio world now, and maybe how you even approach those mixes? I would say it's definitely something I've noticed. Um, everyone notices it. Um, I I remember meeting an artist. I don't know if you ever heard of Swaco the Child. Um, oh yes, he um. Don't tell me the song. Smash. He, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, forget yeah, what the song yeah. is. My bad. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually I met him at the station. And fast. Yeah, the song's fast. fast. I think it's it's yeah. with, is it with um, is it with Offset? It's featuring somebody. Yeah, I think Offset jumped on it. Yeah. Um, because it, it he caught on to it uh, through its viral viralness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Offset and A Boogie on the remix. Like, I met him. I didn't know who he was. Uh, an email went out and it was like, "Hey, uh, Swaco the Child uh, is a is a new artist that broke off a of TikTok. Here's the song. Never heard of him. Right. Like I'm not even on TikTok. I should be, but like, um, I didn't I didn't hear of him. But like, I like to take those opportunities to be like, all right, this may not be like Ty Dolla Sign or Little John or Fabulous or someone, but I'm still gonna go meet the guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it might be interesting. So I met him. And um, cool kid. Crazy looking dude. Yeah, but he was just like, yeah, crazy looking dude. You're like, you <laughs> made it? Like, no offense. Yeah. But like, it just, it's, he didn't really seem to carry the image of an artist, right? It's right. kind of just like, all right, well, it seems like you might have struck some luck. Um, but the song kind of hit. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? You feel and, me? And, and it's one of those <laughs> things that like, they're probably not even themselves ready to conquer, right. like, where I, like... They kind of just fell into it. They fell into it, but yeah. Like, I yeah. mean, shout-outs to him. He was embracing the whole thing. He was doing this whole radio nationwide radio tour. He was super cool, like, chatted with us, like, really down-to-earth kid, fun kid. Um, <clears throat> but that just goes to show how, like, how shit pops off these days. Um, it's not necessarily going... You're not necessarily going to hear it first from the normal places you would you would go right. anymore. Maybe it's a TikTok now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and it's funny because that story reminds me of, like, Avicii, for example, who kind of fell in into, re- absolutely rest in peace, who kind of fell into uh, all of a sudden, like, because like, from what I understand is, you know, producer first, right, and makes a song like Levels that takes over the world. Now every main stage wants him to, perform you know at the time the one song and he had to dj like learn how to dj over like three months i can just imagine him like just before he even maybe touched a cdj right yeah perform yeah you want me to what yeah yeah like i already made this song right it's a hit already you want me to do what but that's what that story <laughs> of swago reminds me of that's like he yeah. kind of just felt like oh now i gotta play in front of fifty thousand. I don't know how to do, like, I don't, maybe I don't even want to. From yeah. as far as we know, Avicii was a super mellow guy, not, you know, not like us. Who We want to be, half the reason we want to be DJs is because we love the party, we love the vibe, we love the energy, right. you know what not I mean? Not everyone that's not for everybody, especially a, a lot of producers take the route because they, they, they want like to be in the to background. Be more behind yeah, the scenes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and I've heard stories of, like, 
Avicii's first sets being like train wrecks because like he'd been DJing for three months and now he's performing in front of 60,000 people. You know what I mean? Yep. And so that's kind of what that reminds me of. And it's interesting that because there was that boom of, you know, big room and electro house and stuff where, you know, they those producers would have to play everywhere around the world to play their song. Now I think that's happening with these rappers. Um, you know, it wasn't because before you, you had to develop, you had to perform before so you could get your record out. So by the time you yep. make kind of make it, you've been performing at least locally for years. So you kind of already have that practice. And I think that's kind of what's happening now. Like there's a kid like Swago being like, yeah, I guess I will perform in front of 10,000 people. What, what Swago the child falls into is what every struggling artist wants to work to achieve right you know what i mean but sometimes it's not gonna it's not gonna happen the way you think it is mm -hmm. um everyone would love to come out with that one track that just goes viral the next day for some reason you know what i mean but it's it's a shot in the dark um but <clears throat> these days i guess what i'm trying to say is that it's it's less about getting a shot and more about kind of making it happen in your own but through your own means so much that the labels are now coming to you mm -hmm. before it was like all right i hope this label gives me a shot you know like i hope this label sees my potential now it's like no like i need half a million youtube views on this many songs come get me mm -hmm. you know what i mean and some people will even say, like, you know what? I don't need the, I don't need the label. I can do this on my own. I'm fine on my yeah. own. But like, that's a big difference too. It's you know you can do so much by yourself, um, which is why I tell my artists, I'm like, listen, just because we, uh, just because this song that you just released, this mixtape that you just released, is starting to get old, quote unquote, to you, and you're over it doesn't mean you should stop pushing it and go on to the next song. Like, yeah. I think that's a big issue mm -hmm. with local artists because there's still, like, the rest of the nation slash world that has no clue you dropped that. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, And you should, I mean, look at some of these, some of these guys, like, I keep on saying Swaco the Child. Like, he was probably over that song, like, the day after he made it. Right. And, uh, you know he quickly realized no i gotta i gotta push this and make this my priority for for months i heard you this know? um i heard the story that um when lady gaga was first starting out that just dance like didn't make that much noise and that uh the label that she had um stopped pushing it stopped putting money behind it stopped marketing it wow. because it was just not doing what they thought it was going to do and then like apparently like a bunch of djs found it started playing it management found out that they were playing it appreciated them for playing it and then started pushing it again because now really? it was getting like that. Wow. now it was getting like this this lift from like the people and then like the label like remarketed it like re like put a whole different campaign on it and then like it became just dance as we know it see the label isn't the end all be all guys like some people really think like ah oh, label i made it i got my 360 deal <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? but sometimes you really don't they're not you don't need them all the time and um, they're not the end all be all, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot you can do within your own grasp. And with, you know, new music coming out and still maintaining kind of like a tastemaker, like I still know the old stuff. How are you approaching, um, your DJ sets on, on jamming? Um, we, we talked 
the case about how he approaches his sets on 103.3 when he was doing it. Um, I know, I don't know if, um, you know, I'm sure the PDs are different and like yeah. what they want are different. And then obviously the audi- audience is very, very different. Mm-hmm. Can you maybe explain to us just a little bit about your approach there and kind of the expectations from you? Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I listened to the case episode, shout outs to case. That's my guy. Um, it's pretty similar. Um, the way he described it was for people who missed that episode was, yeah, it's, you're dealing with the corporation at the end of the day, it's a business. Um, it's not really a situation where you can just hop on the platform and kind of do you and, and, and kind of kill it. And, you know, everyone's just loving that you're killing it and doing you, you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. uh, you have a target audience that you need to really learn and get to know. Um, you need to get comfortable with uh, certain patterns and kind of, kind of learning their behavior mm. uh, uh, and prioritizing that over what you like, what you want to do. You kind of have to put that aside, and that's hard for some guys. You know, yeah. it's not for everybody. Um, so to me, honestly, uh, it's kind of like a homework assignment, but a fun one. Mm. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, it's a great platform. I feel like I use the platform in a unique way. Um, uh, I love mixing every week, but uh, I do realize that uh, I have to I have to look at my my assignment here, see what's hot on these charts, pick strategically what I'm gonna play at what time. And then maybe I'll sprinkle in some El Cid flavor mm-hmm. here and there, but it's going to be geared towards what this listener, it's almost like you're going into a club and like, right. You want to, you want to cater towards that crowd, that, that crowd, not really doing you, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but with that being said, they, you, you get, you get some flexibility, you get some flexibility with it. Um, but it's, it's all within, uh, within the confines of, guidelines when you got the call in 2017 (laughs) what did it feel like and you know i'm sure i don't know i don't know how to even wear this question like did you know what it would turn into were you afraid were you like fuck i gotta make sure i do this this and this to get to that what were the emotions all right so it was midnight (laughs) was it really in december (laughs) it was dark (laughs) The wind was blowing. (laughs) You could hear the gusts (laughs) whistle through the trees. And I got the call. And I looked up at God and I said, God, I made it. (laughs) And the rest was history. Any other? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) You you had done some guest sets at least at that point, right? Yeah, yeah. So... I'll give you the full story because it's it's not everyone knows this, but mm-hmm. but I'm sure people would you know love if you know playing on radio for a lot of people for me you know is is a goal, you know what I mean? and, and and I know I guess maybe not as much so now, but at one point was a defining milestone for a lot of DJs. Absolutely, you know. You know? Um, so I'm sure people would love to know kind of what that process was like and what it turned into. Are you in for a story? Yo, man. This is what it's for. This is all audio. This is, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, That's what I tell everybody. I'm like, all right, just brace yourself for the story. Honestly, you you <clears throat> be, you doing the whole poetic thing, I was like, this is what we need because, like, 
I'm I'm only so literate. DJs, <laughs> it doesn't happen like that. I'm sorry. You don't just get cold called randomly on a cold, uh, dark night in December. So here's how it started. So back in 2016, yeah, 2016, it was end of October, I feel like. End of October, uh, beginning of November, Thanksgiving was kind of approaching. And... um. Pup hits me up. We've known each other for years, by the way. I'm not going to go that deep, but Pup and I have known each other for years. Like, my mentor was, like, his best friend at one point. Um, Rest in peace to my mentor, Big Walt. Um, But he hits me up, and he's like, hey, so uh, we're going to do something a little different for Thanksgiving this year, and we're going to do, like, a, like, a, giving thanks to the local DJ scene for keeping the nightlife going around. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's, that's fire. Dope. Yeah. That's fire. Like, thanks for thinking me of, of, for that. Like that's I'm honored. Uh-huh. Um, and he's like, yeah. Like, so basically the concept is like, basically we're going to like, I'm going around to like some of the hottest, like club DJs in the nightlife club scene. And I'm giving them like a few slots to kind of do their thing on the, on air just to, to give, to show my thanks for, for, for keeping the scene going. Um, he's like, you were one of the guys that I thought about. He's like, you want to do it? I'm like, absolutely, I want to do it. Like, yeah, that's thank fire. You. Like, this is awesome. And I, I thought the whole concept was cool. Like, I mean, I think that's the call, honestly. Like, that's kind of that was a cold call in a way. No, kind of. Yeah, because I didn't know it was happening. Yeah. But like, it's not like, all right, it's not like okay, like here is your slot forever. Like, no, it's, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Okay, here you're you're in a pool with thirty other DJs in the city. Um, here are the rules. Mm. Um, this is what I would like you to do. The mix should be this amount long. If you could just keep it this format, I need it in by this time. Um, cool. Uh, it's an opportunity, right? It's, uh, nothing's guaranteed. Um, but for me, I I take, I take things like that, like, like a test. It's like everything is a test. So it's a break, you know, right. Like, I'm going to, if I don't get on jamming or any other radio station for the rest of my life, I want to look back on this opportunity and be like, I gave it 200%. Absolutely. Like it was my last. Absolutely. You know I mean? So I have a couple of questions of kind of like what the rules look like. This is honestly just for me. Um, Cause I'm curious. So let's say the pool is 30, right? Whether they cut it or whatever, 30 DJs. There's only so much music, especially top 10, top 20. Is there a, hey, try not to all repeat the same songs because then it's just 30 of the same exact set? So for that particular marathon weekend, let's call it, um, there's really no way you can you can stop that. So he he didn't say, like, try not to repeat songs, like, look at this guy's set list, make sure you guys don't repeat anything. It, it's kind of too much at that point. Um, when, when you finally make it into the roster in a weekly slot, you do want to pay attention to that. You do want to kind of see what this guy's playing the hour before you and make sure you it, you don't, you know, repeat certain things. Um, but, but for that particular opportunity, no. It's kind of the guidelines were literally like just keep it familiar. Keep it familiar. Cater towards the lady demographic. You know what I mean? cool, we can do that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, we're yeah. club guys. We can do this shit. Right, right, you know right. what I mean? Um, and so, so fast forward a little bit. Um, 
So the list kind of started at like 30. I didn't, I didn't have the list by the way, cause I'm not on at that time. So I'm, I just know I got called. I phoned mm. around to a couple other guys, found out they got called cool. Like we're, we all got called, right? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but at, when it came time for the mixes to air and like the lineup like, was posted on social media on like the jamming social media, I, I, I saw him like, okay, there's way less DJs now. Like, what's up? Right, right, right. You know, like, there's not as many as I thought there was going to be or that, that I was told, right? Like like 10 or something? I think it, I think the list went from, like, 30 down to, like, 18. Okay. You know? Okay. And I can't say what went wrong, right? You can only... I mean, I'm sure some people just said... I'm sure some people said no, some, you know... Some people could say no. Some people could maybe have missed the deadline. Some people mm. could have done it wrong maybe broke a rule or mm. who knows you know what i mean right 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 okay uh, but i was still there along with a few other guys the mixes went well they aired you know great you know the marketing with the flyers and all that stuff great so then new year's kind of rolls around and um a similar situation kind of happens and i get a call back and i'm I get a call from Pup again, or it was like an email this time, and it was like, hey, like, great job on the last one. We're going to kind of do this again if you're down for New Year's. Here are the times. Same situation. Keep it familiar. Cater to the ladies, right? Cool. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I think there was only five DJs on for that. So it went from, like, 30 to, like, 18 down to, like, five. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, this is a test. This has got to be a test. You know I would I look mean? at it the same way every single time. And even if it wasn't a test, right, I was still planning on, like, kind of after a few weeks, months, being like, hey, like, you know, what could I possibly do to, like, make this a more permanent thing? So New Year's happens, and it ends up being only three of us. So I feel like it was it was me, it was Sticks, and it was someone else, I feel like. Um, Sticks kills everything, by the way. Um, he's a monster. It's crazy because, like, <laughs> I've met him a couple of times, but that was the first time I, like, sat down and spoke to him. Mad cool and, dude. And, I don't, and I've never seen him play, I don't think. Really? I, like, I've seen his videos. Like, I know he's, like, insane cutting and dude, you should just turntablism Just go fire. over there and just session. Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, after thing. after that amazing <laughs> recording, we were like, we got to link up and just keep doing this. Yeah, like, dude, just, yeah. We do a lot of weddings together. That's where I uh, find ourselves in the same room a lot. Um, and it's always a fun-ass time with him. Always. I always, like, learn something different from him, too. Dope. Um, but it was like it was me, him, and then one other DJ, and basically, uh, uh, I was I ended up being the one at the end of that year, being like, "Hey, let's uh, keep these guest slots going, and we're gonna work towards permanent." And I was like, "Dope, that's great." And so, kind of just kept following the rules, kind of you know, did did your part, yeah, yeah, did my part, uh, push the fuck out of it. Like yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Like back then, CDs were still cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I printed CDs, handed them out. Yeah. Like all my gigs, I was I was like announcing it like free CDs. I got my jamming mix here. It was my debut. This and that. Like I mm-hmm. was pushing the hell out of it. Um, you know, treating it like it's your last. Yeah. And Absolutely. um, then it was history from there. Yeah, that's fire. <laughs> Um, 
No, it's super dope. Um, and at, over the last two, three years, have you seen kind of? How do I say? It? I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I don't know like the terms. I don't know like the jargon and stuff. Like, have you seen like your position there grow and and how much how much of an impact has it made to just your general DJ career? I mean, I think it helps a lot when you put as seen on Gemini or as heard on Gemini yeah, profile. You know, the that marketing helps a lot. is great. The marketing is great. Just the whole. The whole platform is just great to have. It's a dope experience. I mean, you're you're reaching people that you otherwise wouldn't reach. Like these are people you're reaching that aren't in the clubs you're at or at the weddings you're doing or any of the events you're you're doing, you know. Some you might get some crossover like your friends and your family and stuff like that, but this is a completely different market that just knows and loves what goes on on these stations. And so, you know, when they there's like a level of trust that they have with that roster of DJs. It's hard to build it too, which is why you, you're a guest for so long because they're getting used to you. You mm -hmm. can't just go in there and they're going to be like, who else Sid? who is this? Where's E double? Where's foreign? <laughs> Where, where's pup? This is not him. Yeah, yeah. This is not him switch. You know what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. what you want to eliminate. Um, but <clears throat> position, I guess, I mean, there's really not positions, but like, I mean, you get, obviously there's like better time slots than others. Right. So like everyone starts out, all the new guys start out with the one o'clock, which is like the safe slot, um, 1 a.m. Um, club still happening. A back and, and you're in live mixing or is it, is so, it sent in? So be, it, it's live, but be, now it, it can't be, obviously because of the restrictions. Right, and stuff. right, right. Um, but uh, I mean, if you have the one o'clock, you're you're not live yet. They're not going to just throw you right, in there. Right, like, right, right, right. Well, because I always thought about slot. it. Like, when I'm, I'm like, yo, like, isn't he playing tonight? Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, so. yeah. If you're the one o'clock, um, or even even the two, you're not you're not live in there. It's just, it just can't happen. So mm -hmm. it's pre-recorded at that point. Um, <clears throat> but all the earlier slots, it's live. And um, so, like I was saying, if you just get on, you get the one o'clock slot. And the better your ratings get, um, you move up earlier. So I think I went from like one to like ten, and now I'm at nine, nine p.m., which I think is dope. Nine ten is kind of like people are on their way. Yeah. You oh yeah. Say, pre pre game vibes. You can say, "Hey, meet me here." Yeah. You know what I mean, and I think that that helps too. That helps with uh, getting in cool with promoters and things like that as well. Um, and uh, you know. I like nine o'clock, but uh, you know, obviously, I would probably want to work up to like a six or a seven or something like that, um, eventually. But you know, it's, it's good. It's good. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, it, it it looks like a blast, and like, yeah, the marketing looks awesome. You yeah. know, it definitely helps. Um, you know, your legitimacy and everything like that, and and everything looks super good because you have the backing of like you know a radio station. And I think, from you know, from the sets I've heard from you, and you post a lot on like your mix cloud and stuff, right? Um, yep. I think, you know, everything sounds great. I think you're, you're a deserving person. I think Pup was right in having, you know, you go through the gauntlet there and making it through on the roster. Um, yeah, I, I think, appreciate that. I think a lot of people have a lot to say about radio DJs, you know, and, 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 and that's why I wanted you and Case here to kind of like, yeah. you know, clear the air of some things and like kind of explain why things are the way they are. And yeah, there tends to be a lot of confusion, um, about the format and why is this guy doing this? You know, I've heard him in the club doing that and mm -hmm. doing this on the radio and why is that guy on and I'm not on and all mm -hmm. this stuff, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but yeah, Case, great guy to, to 
to be the first to clear that air. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, awesome. And 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 you've like like we said in the intro, t- huge club run. You have your own wedding business. Yep, DJL right? Sid Entertainment. I do about forty to fifty weddings a year in a normal year. Right. Um, right. It went down to ten this year. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> I was lucky to even get ten. Right. Um, but yeah, I uh I'm a fan of not being put in a box. I hate that. Yeah. I hate being I'm the same way. Labeled. Don't label me. Yeah. I'll label me. Right, <laughs> you know right, what right. I mean? Um and you know, over the years you kinda you know, the more you do a certain thing, the more that builds your image around it and people can kind of speculate and be like, Oh, well, he does this, so maybe he can't do that or yep. maybe he's not the I hate that. I hate and Boston, that. And Boston, just in general, right? as an industry, suffers from it badly. You gotta have to find that balance. And for me, um, back when I was before that business took off, um, I was very, very, very probably my peak uh, time for club rotations and and club DJing. And um, you know, things change with clubs. You get different owners, you get different promoters, like new nights, this and that new DJs come around. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, you might not be able to hold certain slots forever. It's just a given, you know, it's just, just like a byproduct of time moving on. And you can either sit there and be like, you know what? That, that fucking sucks. And you know, I'm just gonna, kind of pout and and just be angry at the world and a lot be of, angry a lot of DJs, at this guy. A lot of DJs do that. Oh, that guy took my slot. He's not even that good. Why is he <laughs> in there and I'm not? And all this stuff like, like I'm going to, you know. <laughs> or you could say, I'm just going to take this into my own hands and book myself right through some other means. And for me, it was, I was really finding a lot of cool traction with weddings in private. So, I really put a lot of uh, stock into that and kind of made that happen for myself. And other DJs have done similar things like throwing their own events and even opening up their own venues and just hosting their own things as DJs, which I think is great. Definitely do something like that if you haven't already, like to everybody out there. Like, yeah, that was the route I was trying to take, like yeah. just throwing my own parties. Um, yeah, I mean, you got cutting. the brand. I mean, the snacks brand is, is <laughs> strong, so people the follow, brand is definitely strong. They follow you out if you were to start something know yeah they'd follow you right there yeah yeah shout out day one and Knowles and nolan stams and you know we were getting something going real nice and we were ready uh, at the time COVID happened like literally in april we were gonna start we didn't even like we barely announced it um we were starting a free friday night in the city that was like where was that gonna be again uh, i don't want to tell anyone because we'll the we'll second it opens up, I'm going yeah, right yeah. back. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I saw a hint of that on. Yeah, because like, we had just started teasing it because we were getting ready. To, I mean, because it was supposed to happen. It was supposed to happen the Friday before Marathon Monday, so Marathon Weekend. Gotcha. So, you know, this is three, four weeks before, like, I'm um, into COVID. So, like, we were just getting ready to, like, start announcing it and getting it going. And, um, you know, it was like me and Stams as residents, and we we're going to get guest DJs every week, and, and it was going to be free. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. And and we were ready to just, like, shake the city and, like, just play, like, all kinds of obscure music, different kinds of music. And, and um, that was something I was, like, super excited for to kind of just, like, own and, like, yeah, like, yeah, right. these, cl- these club events are, are cool and stuff. But, like, 
I, like you know I want to book myself and like build yeah, this whole thing behind the me. shots. Yeah, exactly, and like right. being able to be the creative behind it, or you know, like we like we are obviously gonna play bangers and stuff, but like we want to like veer off. Like me and Stams, for instance, like we do clubs all the time. Like it gets boring, you know what I mean? And like, like I was gonna, I was planning on doing like a two hour disco set, just because it would have been fun. Hey, you know that era I mean? is is amazing. That's what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> and, and and thing is, there's people our age that like it, but it's one of those things that you don't know or you won't believe that it's cool until you realize that other people also think it's cool. Yeah, You see what I'm saying? Like, pop punk. Like, we all like it. We all listen to it alone. But, oh, no, like, that's not what's popping right now. Like, I'm going to just sit here and cross my arms when they play it because it's whack. Yep. If I make a party where everyone is like you and wants to listen to that too and and party to it and get drunk and whatever right, then you make it then cool. you make it you make right. it cool you you yep. you create an environment where it's cool yep. and that was like the, the the kind of the avenue we were trying to go with this and you know it was super disappointing that like we couldn't do it um that's like one of the first things i want to like get into when like obviously when things are like good you know i don't want to really create an environment where everyone gets sick <laughs> you right. know what i mean right. but uh of course but yeah like so it's completely resonate with like making kind of your own destiny i don't know that's corny but like no it is you know like I mean? at, at a certain point you i mean this is something that we love doing um and for many it it starts out with being booked by someone who is calling the shots and is making it happen for you right i mean that's how i got my start i'm sure that's like a, how a lot of other people got theirs but at a certain point um you learn you observe and you might have the desire to to try it on your own and I think it's if you're if you really love this craft, um, and you, you th- and this is a passion, you should try it at least once. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, it's just there's no better feeling like you're doing everything. This is a product of your work. You know, absolutely. And um, yeah, it, and it just sucks that like you know obviously we're all being cut short these days, yeah, and man, we just rolled back. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. <laughs> Um, and, and as we said, like a lot of the music has been changing. Um, what are you, what have you been listening to? I know you've been working so much in hip hop and play so much hip hop. What do you listen to when you're in your kind of lockdown (laughs) mode? So fun fact, I didn't get a streaming service until I started making beats. (laughs) Mm. Um, so I had no Apple music, no Spotify or anything like that. How'd you, how'd you keep your, you to the streets? Um, honestly, just through the pools. Mm. through the pools like i was i was digging for for music whether it was wedding or a club or some kind of event multiple times a week so that's how i would i was i would always kind of just keep up that way um and then obviously the radio because the radio kind of hands it to you they're like well these are the popping songs in terms i feel like that's changing like crazy though it is it definitely is um but you kind of we get a there's a lot of data out there and What's hot right now is just one category. There's tons of other categories, like mm. what's come down, what's on its way up, what's being tested, things like that. Um, so having that come to you every week is super, super helpful. So even if I'm not doing clubs um, and I'm still doing radio, I'm still very, very current in mm-hmm. terms of music. Um, but for me personally, 
I'm I'm honestly either like proofing my beats from like previous sessions or I'm mm. listening to my artists. Like I'm listening to Mav or I'm listening to Lucas Chaunt. Shout outs to him, he's awesome. Uh shout outs to my guy Luke Yetten. He dropped a track, Demi, uh Fame Jackson, uh Law JQ. Um it's a lot of local people, you know. Um and uh yeah, I mean so you're telling me when you're in the shower, you're listening to local talent. I mean, I don't listen <laughs> to anything in the shower. Really? <laughs> but even when I even when I go to the gym, it's, it's either Beats or those or those guys really? that I'm working with. Yeah. Damn, that's interesting. I mean, <laughs> damn, that's crazy. I honestly I didn't expect that answer really? to be honest. I mean, I I guess I mean, I mean we're all different. <laughs> I guess uh, it, it, it's I mean, I, it's funny because like I asked um <coughs> I asked Sticks this last week and I yeah. go. And I and I preface the the question with yeah like you know we don't listen you know DJs don't always listen to just club music all the time everyone thinks we do I go sticks like what do you listen to he goes yeah I listen to hip hop and R and B and I was just like god damn it sticks but I mean I guess that's an interesting answer um, yeah I mean I'm being brutally honest here, no yeah you know yeah. what I mean like I don't listen to music in the shower I very seldomly listen to music at the gym I just kind of like vibe to whatever's going on that they're playing and then mm -hmm. if i'm in the car it's either like you know supporting my people on jamming or i'm bumping my beats or my artists or yeah um you know speaking of like popular like more popular music or just what people are listening to um i know that um they recently released like the grammy nominations mm -hmm. i don't know if you followed that at all um, I don't blame you if you don't, honestly. No, I don't. Um, but <laughs> one of the big stories was um, that The Weeknd got snubbed. Like, they didn't really get, like, nominated for shit. Mm. But numerically, you know, I'm sure you know this, you know, huge artist. Oh, yeah, I love The Weeknd. You know, and, and his album did, like, insane numbers. What do you think about just snubs in general, if, you know, people deserving of that, especially artists? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that's kind of, it's out of people's control like you always kind of wonder like who is selecting these i who think that, that yeah who the you know fuck is I mean? it yeah, yeah yeah and it's like all right yeah it's a great accomplishment don't get me wrong like if you're nominated i mean jordan lucas got nominated right um and you know that's there's something to be said about it but at the end of the day if you know if the results aren't what you expected you can't help but think I mean, first of all, there's nothing you can do about it. Second of all, because it's not even like, it's not even like, all right, well, maybe if I do this next time, my chances will be better. Or it was because you didn't do X. There's none of that because we don't even know who's selecting. We don't know how they're selecting. And it's kind of just up in the air. It's like it, it just kind of leaves you speculating, which can people can get lost in that. So. Um, I don't pay too much attention to it, but I will say the weekend's a talented ass dude, deserving of a of a Grammy. I I, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. Maybe it's just not his time. You know, there's but that, that's what's that. interesting is like he drops, ev like literally an album that everyone likes. Yeah, you know what I mean, and and tons of hits. So it's like, what else can he po if, if it's not his time? Like, what else could he possibly do? You know what I mean? It's right. one of those things where I scratch my head and I'm like. Yeah, you gotta How does take it a little personal at that point. <laughs> that's exactly you know? that's what I mean. Like, who's who, out to get me? Who is this? <laughs> it goes back to who is this? Do you have something against me? I'm yeah. Like, what it actually <laughs> what also just dropped today, um, this is the nerdy part of me, is um actually Pitchfork. I don't know if you're familiar with Pitchfork, no, um, music no. blog. Um they it, they're 
I think they get a lot of notoriety because like they actually show a lot, shine a lot of light on like not ne- the the albums that aren't necessarily the things that might make it to a Grammy, for example, or a Billboard. But it's like quality, quality music. Um, I knew that I was generally on their side when they they were the blog that deemed uh, my beautiful darkness of fantasy as like number one album of the of the decade kind of thing. And okay. they like and they show that what they do with like um, albums is like if an album drops, they'll do like a very deep dive on like the music, the track listing, the features. Like they're very very thorough, and then they'll give it um, a ranking. So like for example, let me just get an example. Um, is there like an album you can think of like of the last like ten years maybe that you like or just pop out of you that I can just look up for example. Hmm. Putting you on the spot, I know. I'm trying to think. I mean, how recent can we? Can it be recent? Pretty recent. I mean, so like Megan The Stallion's album was pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, we can do that one. So, um, sorry. Good news, right? Is that yep. what it's called? Good news. So, friends, so just um, the quick headline is Amid. Amid? Amid? Amid. Amid, right? Yeah. Jesus. Amid a pandemic and while recovering from a gunshot wound, the superstar rapper made an album that purposely celebrates life. Her beats are playful and her rapping is as sharp as ever. That's just like the main headline. And there's like paragraphs and paragraphs of just like talking about the album. They rated it a 7.8. Okay, and that's just an example, and, and you know, in, in just terms of how thorough they are, and I really, really appreciate that. Like, there's a platform that really gets so, th- and th- and it's not just hip hop. They do rock and roll. They do reggaeton and stuff, and so they dropped 50 best albums of 2020. Um, the 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 one they deemed number one, Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Never heard Never of heard it. Never heard of it. Never yeah. heard of the artist. And and that's what I mean. That's their number one. So it's like they're really into the artistry. The yes. The art. Yeah. It's dope. Going down this list. Um, the first, so, so there's a, there's a Bob Dylan record here at number six. I personally don't listen to Bob Dylan, but I know who he is. Yep. 39th studio album, Rough and Rowdy Ways. That's number six. Um, and then the first album I truly recognize is Bad Bunny's album. Um, and that's at number 10. Okay. Um, and so you kind of see the mix in like, you know, how they really just listen to every, I mean, I'm sure it's a big team, but like they really diverse, very diverse. Whereas like for the Grammys, you might think otherwise mm-hmm. you know just the same looking people making the same looking decisions i feel like like a platform like pitchfork right mm-hmm. we we i think it's needed because yeah. um like just having one measure for how good something right. is absolutely just can't be good yeah you know you know what i mean yeah, I, I'm so, like, flip-floppy with, like, something like the Grammys because I'm like, oh, yeah, the Grammys fucking suck. Like, like Macklemore B. Kendrick, like, it's fucking whack. But then I'm like, Kanye, 21 Grammys, baby. You know what it is. Right. Like, you know, exactly. so it's like I'm so, yeah. like, uh, like flip-floppy with it. Um, but, yeah, I do agree that something like this blog, like, Pitchfork is, like, it shows, it shines light. Like, number tw- first hip-hop album um, uh, feature is number 12, Lil, Lil Uzi Vert's Eternal Take. Um, which it. I thought was pretty interesting. I mean, I think I thought it was I've always been a an Uzi Uzi fan. I thought that was interesting that that was the first like behind that is the J Electronica J Electronica album. You know, nothing really like mainstream. Dua Lipa shows up at twenty one. Love Dua. So I, there's really no pattern. No, not at judging, all. Which not at is, all. Is which I dope. think yeah, exactly. Um, Dua Lipa at twenty one. 
Um, and these are just like the names I recognize. Uh, like there's so many, like I'm skipping over so many cause I just don't recognize uh, Taylor, Sw- Taylor Swift at 29. Um, and I think I just thought it was like a really, really interesting list going through it. And I'm sure some of the less knowns like that number one, I forget what you said already, but mm-hmm. like, they probably have much less numbers in terms of exactly, but it's just like the quality that. of music that they're really right. looking and for. There needs to be more spotlight on the art of it, absolutely, you know, regardless of numbers. Absolutely, yeah. It was just something that I thought was really dope. Burna Boy at forty six, Lil Baby, which was regarded as like yeah. the best hip hop album that probably came out, is at forty seven, which is like again an interesting take. Like now, it's like, do we agree? Like you know what I mean? Right. But it just shows kind of where their head is at. The Burna Boy. He deserves. I mean, he deserved to be on that list, probably higher. I mean, I I love Burna Boy. You know? He's really leading the, the you know the pack with, you know. I mean, Afrobeat and Nigeria was always was already on a very strong trajectory in in terms of mainstream. I think they're like you know the like the new reggaeton. You know the new like what what happened with reggaeton in the last like maybe three years. I think is happening with Afrobeat like in yeah. front of our very eyes kind of thing. And I think Burna Boy is leading that. That when um, you start to get the the American artists doing features and stuff, you exactly, know it's come come somewhere. Him being on the Pop Smoke record was insane. Yeah, and and I think it was a huge moment for you know Afrobeat and that crossover was really dope. And yeah, Burner Boy's crushing it. Everyone wants to do a song with Burner Boy, um, and his sound is so fucking fire. I lo- yeah, I love Burner Boy. Um, but yeah, it, w- it was an interesting list, and I just wanted to see your opinion on that. Um, yeah, I'm going to look more into Pitchfork. Yeah, I mean, there, there's sometimes, like, I completely disagree with it. Um, but, you know, that's the best part about blogs and everything like that. But I, what I what I can respect is that, you know, because there's no patterns, it, like, just shows that, like, you know, it's not a numbers game. It's really just, like, you know, how they find the quality of music in the artistry. Um, it would be, on one hand, I'm thinking, like, would it... Would we benefit from actually knowing people's names of who's on who, of who's judging? I, I mean, I I mean, I think it's it's you'd be like, oh, this is just Joe Schmo from around the way, just with his you know on a on a computer with, with a blog, or if it's like, oh, this is A and R this and VP of that, and but you know maybe that's worse. I don't know actually, but I mean, I think I think with legitimacy, like I think it's like, oh, they have a good opinion, like I can trust their opinion because they're tied to the streets or they're in the industry or whatever, you know. Would someone rather hear the top ten from a DJ or the top ten from a t- like a school teacher? You know, a what I mean? DJ should definitely have a stake in the Grammy nominations, though. At least one. Maybe, DJ. But, but, but maybe there maybe is. Maybe Jazzy Jeff is in it. We don't know. Yeah, we, you know what I mean? Like we may not know. I yeah. really hope. Yeah, no, I I you totally know? agree. But I mean, we'll see what the outcome of 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 those Grammys are. Um, is there anything else you're working on or that you want to shout out? I mean, you shout out a ton of artists and stuff, which is really really dope. Is there anything else that you might want to just let us know about that you're working on, what's to come, what we should look out for? The main thing is the, is the production right now, honestly. Um, <clears throat> I'm putting a lot of time into that. My beat store is up, beatstars.com slash DJLSID. Um, if there are any artists, singers, rappers, um, writers that are listening to this, I want to network with you. Hit me up. I would love to work with you. Um, I got a a nice little home studio. We can vibe. We can listen to some things. Um, I get to know you, etc. Like I'm, I'm all about the organic relationships and stuff like that. Um, and I'm trying to to work with more uh, people from the ground level. You know, everyone wants the placement, the the Drake placement, or the future placement, or the this or the that. But um, to be able to grow with someone from the ground, I think is gonna 
can be amazing and will be amazing. So I'm trying to. Wow. Yeah. You know. Wow. <laughs> what a guy. Guys, artists, I don't. Send them, send them my way. Jesus. Send them my way. Guys. Get at me, DM, email, whatever. I swear to God, if you're an artist and just heard this and don't do anything, this is your fault. You're, it's not meant to be. I'm sorry. I'm going to be the guy to say We it. may not be able to get the track played on jamming, but we can work towards that. Listen, guys, if you're not willing to work towards it, this shit isn't for you. Snacks will tell you. This is my damn show. Yep. Hit him up, please. <laughs> the, the door is wide open. Say, like, wide I love open. I love the support of the of the local talent, of the early talent. I love it. I'm glad that this is happening exclusively on, but I know the DJ podcast sponsored by Anchor. Yes, Shout sir. out to Dope Entertainment. Um, I love that. And so, please, uh, where can they find you on Instagram? Instagram at DJ Elsid, DJ E-L-S-I-D. Facebook is the same, DJ Elsid. Uh, Twitter is DJ Elsid Boston. Perfect. Um, it was a huge pleasure to have you. I mean, I so many gems, and I love that you know you're showing that diversifying yourself, not putting yourself in the box, is you know is so important. Um, and hearing kind of your journey through, you know, a huge station like Jammin, I think is something I wanted to know. Yeah, not everyone gets learn. that full story. No, I know. And, and <laughs> thing is, and I and I know that you know it being very, you know, business centric and everything like that. Like I knew I was definitely poking at a couple things, and uh, you're tiptoeing as much as you could but i really appreciate you being a great support about it and yeah, and course. informing the people and and because i like i said i know it's a, for a lot of djs it's um a legitimizing milestone it's something that people strive for and want to get placed on and and i think just kind of understanding that because because you didn't just get the call just because you you know slapped a bunch of asses you know what i mean like you right. worked and you were skilled you showed that you're skilled you show that you're you know worth calling and i think that's the important that part that people it does doesn't happen overnight mm-hmm. But when you're ready, it's going to happen and take it seriously like you did. You know, you, you saw it as a try it every time. Right. You, uh, it's not all it's not all about just being the hottest out there. You got to be a good person. You got to be able to follow rules, good character, everything. You know what I mean? Like my boy snacks. over. There, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm be trying to like be like snacks. you, man. <laughs> but uh, huge pleasure. Um, again, everybody follow DJ El Cid. Everybody follow Dope Entertainment Official. Everybody follow. But I know the DJ podcast on Instagram. Everybody follow me, your beautiful host at Give Me Snacks. I'm going to say it again. Reviews on Apple Music or Apple Podcast. Rate them. Rate them. Likes on Spotify. Downloads on Spotify. What else? Ado just walked in. What else do they need to do? Like, comment, share, and just run up the listens. Run up the listens. Run up the numbers. Hey, congratulations on 1K, by the way. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Next time it. I'm here, it's got to be 2K. It's going to be 5K. Reach for the stars. Yeah. I, yo, I need that 5K. <laughs> okay, this is my time now. 5K. <laughs> Run it up, send it to your grandma, send it to your ex, be like, hey, you need you send need these words. Piece. Send it to your side piece, your main piece, your <laughs> boyfriend number two. Uh, send it to everybody. Come on, guys. Anyone that's an artist, anyone that's a DJ, anyone that's in the industry, my club rats, my girls that don't pay for any of the VIP tables, send it to everybody. Because it's going to be relevant. It's good content. We got El Cid here from Jam 945, from DJ El Cid Entertainment. Uh... I'll sit on the beat. Is that what it is? I'll sit on the track. I'll sit. I'll sit on the track. Yeah. We got we got people in here. The guests. The lineup is still amazing. We got awesome content coming from you in the future. Run up the listens. Keep supporting. Keep liking on Instagram. Keep sharing. Your boy Snacks is out.